Hi, and welcome to Two Girls Shooting the Shit with M and Mo. This is Mo, and in this episode, M and I talk about pretty privilege, what it is, the impacts of it, and our own personal experience with it. So take a listen. Let us know what you think by providing a review. It really helps us out, and we really appreciate your listenership. If you haven't already, please share. And don't forget to check us out on Tuesdays for Instagram Live. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Um, but Same. whether you whether you fall on the side of being quote unquote pretty by society standards or not, you are just being played. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's discounting who you are as a person, your abilities, your whatever, on both sides. And it sucks that I mean, one side gets the privilege, obviously, mm-hmm. and the other doesn't. But it sucks that again that maybe it's chalk this up to patriarchy or whatever, that, you know, we're just being played. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> My alarm went off and I snoozed it. Mm-hmm. And like, I must have turned it off instead of snoozing. Mm-hmm. So then luckily, like I had my sound on. Because then you texted and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I literally rolled out, rolled out of bed. Rolled out. Ooh, so my voice my voice is a whole a whole thing uh, right now Ooh, that cup is cute it's from the company i love sand cloud oh, okay i never heard of them they make those metal straws they make the, this these blankets for the beach yes and it's to save the it's like animal conservation they save the animals they rehab the seals they did this thing on um instagram that was so sweet yesterday it made me like cry they released seals oh why what are you, are you talking dressed about? up? You're like ready for the day. Look at you. I never. I just got home. <laughs> you were ready for the night, even if you were not ready for the day. <laughs> it may not always be night or something. That's my yeah. jam. Go, mama. Come through, mama. How was your trip? Fabu, fabu. So, what are we talking about? Pretty privilege. How does it feel? Uh-huh. <laughs> Remember that music video? Ooh, wee. That's some pretty privilege Ooh. right there. Shoot. That's a whole lot of privilege. All these privileges. <laughs> right? So what, what is pretty privilege? Um, I was spamming you all these things I was looking up last night. So let's take a look, see. Yeah, yeah. Oh, My I'm sorry, I'm sick and I just woke up. So the voice is like, <laughs> what is it's doing what it do. <laughs> So here's a quote mm-hmm. by Dr. Sarah L. Webb. And it says, now, is this, is this a, a black concept? I don't because know. I'm it, black. So that's what I, where I heard it. I, I but it's all probably things, universal. Yeah, it's, it's new to me, like mm-hmm. within the last few months, maybe, but I'm only seeing it in black circles, black uh, yeah. uh, posts and stuff. Like yeah. That, I so. heard about it, like in the Kevin Samuels type of circles oh. and stuff, you know? Okay. So it says pretty privileged. <laughs> is about how closely your unique combination of physical traits and the way you choose to package those traits match or do not match cultural ideas of prettiness. Hmm. So I don't really understand that. 
Me neither, but it sounds like some somebody with a whole lot of letters behind their name said that's what it is. Right? Are you okay? No, but I'm pretty. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's, it, I think it's a generally understood concept. Like if you're um, mm-hmm. attractive, yeah. people want to be around you. They're going to want to do things for you. They're going to mm-hmm. look at you more favorably. Um, and it's I can just... see how, how that ties into race in this country, Ooh, you know? Yeah. Because race is bias. And so uh-huh. the standards, the, the beauty standards, yeah. country, obviously things like that. Yeah um but what do you what do you think about it or what do you have feelings about it I don't know Mm, not really I believe it because definitely I remember in my younger years it's like you didn't do anything and people just nice to you for no reason like let you in the club like no cover (laughs) and you know like in the clerk no I've I've experienced that where like we're standing in line and they come and pick people out like and we got picked to go in and didn't have to pay a cover and so like little stuff like that, it's like, I, I didn't consider myself pretty at the time, but looking back, I think that was some kind of pretty privilege or something because hey. like, why did they pick us? You know, just little things like that. I think it's just in our brain, like how we're wired. Like you're supposed to- You want don't even the, think about it. Yeah. The Darwinism it's- or whatever, you're supposed to want the best outcome for your kids or something like that. I don't know. I had, I don't think you were- on that trip but I remember going to Vegas and this is the first time I think maybe I realized Mm. this was a thing and I was in Vegas I think it was you know like 29th birthday something a Mm. birthday oh I was probably there no no no. it was I think it was the the year after maybe okay for something I don't know but um the group that went were just whoever you know whoever could make it Mm -hmm. and um, we were having a good time and we tried to go to, to, to Tao. That's the mm-hmm. place you and I got into. We had yeah. so much fun. Um, <laughs> but we tried to go to this club and the girls who were in the front of the group, and it was a mixed group of, of mm. racially mixed um, men and women, that mm. kind of thing. And the girls who were in the front of the line were not what you would consider, you know, like according to that quote, mm you know, whatever accepted standards of beauty, whatever, they were overweight, they were, didn't wear makeup, they were just chilling, right? We hey, my people, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got turned away. And I had never been turned away from a club before. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand, because I- With your fine self. No, but I had never been turned away from a club. They didn't seem like the type to have gone to clubs anyways. Yeah, they, exactly. It wasn't their scene. So maybe they, that's why they weren't, you know, doing what they had to do to get in the club. But um, they're like, okay, well, the, and, and it was like, they believed it. Oh, there's an event inside. So, you know, they're, they're, they're full. And I was like, well, why are they letting these people in? Yeah. You know? Um, and it, it just, I think that just uh, highlighted, you know, that, that, that standard, that pretty privilege that, that they afford to people mm-hmm. um, and, and, you know, exclude a certain people from, from things, which, which sucks because job interviews, um, entry into places like yeah. I mean it, that, that affects a lot of stuff um, it does yeah. remember back in the day they used to do those like 2020 and like it'd be like somebody fat with a bag and it, they drop the bag and nobody helps them and then like some like oh it's like a fat suit they would do stuff like that yeah they, or some stereotypically uh pretty person would drop it and then everybody's trying to help help them and it's just like it's some kind of like safety like I don't know it's some kind of false like 
belief that if someone's pretty that they worth more are worth more and like are worthy to be helped and that's just crazy to me Mm. or you care more about them for some reason Mm -hmm. or there's like the value their ideal or something like the, the ideal person so I guess if humans are trying to what is it called the selection natural selection or something Mm. you always want to try to get the prime optimal uh, traits and so in their mind those physical traits like which could be you know that's not necessarily the whole story but that's what they see and and they want to help but it's so weird but I see like it at the clubs because it is it's almost like a it's almost like they're pimping you out because they let you in and then you get in and then guys buy you drinks and stuff. So that's commerce. Like it's, yeah. it's a whole. Well, and they want to have a good reputation. You know, people, people flock to that. Like if yeah. you go to a club and it's all dudes, first of all. So maybe mm-hmm. pretty privilege has something to do with. Well, where that club at? Your, 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 your sex or your, or your gender or whatever. Um, if it's all dudes, that's usually not, you know, they make fun of that. Like nobody wants to go to a club where it's all men. Cause mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's kind of like, set up on this idea that you're trying to mate you're trying to find you know like Mm -hmm. the whole premise of a club isn't really to dance and have fun anymore it's like people are trying to couple off or do whatever they do at these clubs man it's it's so funny to me like being I don't know I look back and I'm like what was I doing at these clubs so much so much me too action going on at the club (laughs) did you see this New York post let's talk about pretty privilege attractive women brag about pretty privilege and get the insane benefits they get um I didn't see that post. Did this I? girl says she got drinks, Uber rides, surf lessons, $500 tickets to Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza. For no fact. And it's true. That? Yeah, like people people just want to be around that beauty and they'll give. That's I, I don't understand. Like, what is it? Like, but, I don't know. What do you do about that? I don't know. Is it her Honestly, fault? Does no. she don't come up on some, some idiots who want to do that for her, though? Exactly. That's like- what I say. But I feel like people, sometimes they want to hate, like, oh, you just got that job because you're pretty. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what? Despite, like, we saw this this uh, reel that's been going out around on Instagram. It's like, you know what? I didn't do this face. This is what mm-hmm. the person on the, on the reel saying. Like, I didn't make this. I did nothing to get this face. Mm-hmm. Nothing to get, you know. So thank you for the compliment, but keep it. It's stepping. the same like, as like, white privilege. It's the same thing. They didn't, they can't control being white. So, I mean, you're going to, if you want to use that logic, then you yeah, can Yeah, but the, the white privilege is, is, is established based on actions long ago i mean like white privilege isn't just it doesn't just exist because it's white privilege it was created to be that way yeah by, so, by so it's white. pretty privileged just long no ago. it's not by white ancestors there wasn't a time where where people who were pretty were like this is we're going to create a system i i, I view them other people created a system because for them. because yeah but two white people are going to have a white baby two pretty people could have an ugly baby two other mm-hmm. people could have a pretty baby so it's not but I'm not talking about the babies. I'm talking about the people, the privilege. I, you, you well, said, p- like, babies are people. They're going to grow up and be people. Yeah, but that's like unrelated because I'm talking about the person in themselves, like having a privilege, like saying they, they can't control it because they have a privilege, like a white person, like in this time, in this moment, in this day and age saying, I can't control that I have a privilege. Okay. So but you that have privilege, privilege was established by ancestors. I'm not, I'm not refuting that, but I'm saying they have a privilege. And right. that's where we nobody's so, disputing the privilege, but I don't think the two can be be equated to each other. Um, I do. I, I don't because it's because two white people are going to have a white child who's going to grow up to be a white person mm-hmm. to to what like you're the way you look again, the, the configuration of your face or the configuration of your whatever based on what's accepted at the time isn't mm-hmm. 
isn't something that's like passed down and just is part of. Yeah, I'm not talking about passed down, though. I'm talking about she said I can't control my privilege is something that has been created and is passed down, but it exists. I don't care like the origin or anything. It exists. Okay. so like you're white, you get a privilege. You're pretty. You get a privilege. It is what it is. You can't change. I guess you can make yourself ugly if you really wanted to. No, but but like there's there's privilege in everything, though. Like, I mean, you could have tall. There's tall people who have you have a privilege. You have more Mm. doors open to you because you're tall. You have you know like you're able-bodied there's a privilege there Mm -hmm. you are you know so there's all these things but and that's why I'm saying like to me I don't think that being white and being like I I, I don't know in this I think it's a bigger like I think in this country like uh equating the two is it doesn't for me it doesn't work okay it works for me because but but there's a privilege I agree yeah, there's, there's a privilege, but I think the establishment of that privilege is what yeah, makes I'm it I'm not different. talking about the establishment or anything. I'm talking about that quote you said about somebody saying, I can't change myself being, or whatever they said. It's just like, yeah. nobody, we can't change. I mean, you, I guess you can, they can make themselves ugly if they want, really wanted to. Yeah. But um, yeah, like, what are we going to do about it? Like a pretty privilege, it's always existed. I mean, that's just like the nature of humanity. So like, yeah. is it, is like, is there a judgment to put on it? I don't know. Like, that's everybody's using what they have to get what they want in life I mean that's what it is you have brains you're gonna use your brains to get what you want you pretty and brains you know like I don't know like Kelly remember Kelly on uh I was like who we we calling people out who (laughs) married with children you know it was like she was like supposed to be this bimbo kind of figure on the show and she had all these guys like groveling after her they do whatever she wanted you know she she was but she didn't have any like skills or anything. It was just well, like, I think that's the damage to it in that reel they were talking about. Mm. Uh, this woman was saying, my daughter's pretty, you know, she's people say, oh, you're so beautiful. And she's like, give that compliment Ooh. to God. And then she said something about, I like that. It's, it's dangerous. I love that too. Cause it's, again, she didn't do anything. This mm-hmm. is not like, don't tell me, you know, good job on, you know, on whatever. But she was saying like, that's dangerous because if you start, and this this word again, I hate it, grooming. If you start saying these yeah. things to young girls, saying mm-hmm. these, you know, you're putting that value in their appearance mm-hmm. where they know, hey, I always, that's always a commodity or something I have to trade with. That's always something mm-hmm. I can rely on, fall back on yeah. instead of developing. Only fans, hey. <laughs> I mean, it's it's something I think everybody's aware of. Somebody, and, and maybe that in that way is different from white privilege. Yeah, um, it's not people articulated. People can acknowledge it. People can yeah. acknowledge that, hey, if you're pretty, you're going to get more things or treated differently. Um, but to to rely on, like, I don't know, I feel like that's dangerous for, especially for younger girls, especially in the social media time stuff, like your appearance, there is, there's literally monetizing, you're getting paid to mm-hmm. look a certain way and Just to look cute, pimp mm-hmm. yourself out. Model, is that what a model is? <laughs> I yeah, mean, not, but more, more people think they're quote unquote models now because mm-hmm. they, they have a platform. Yeah, they, I, Instagram models, they call them. But what do you <laughs> think about, like you, you mentioned something about people complimenting kids. And I remember mm-hmm. a few years back and like, I think back in your, in your new hood, like in Pacific Northwest or something, people we're like having signs, don't compliment my kids' looks. Like, don't say Ooh. anything about my kids' looks. I didn't know about that. Yeah, and I was like, wow, I never heard about that. And it's like, they don't want, I guess that's, like, I didn't understand it at the time. And I thought, I was like, wow, that's really crazy. But now that makes sense. I mean, you can't protect them. Somebody's going to compliment their looks. I mean, it's everywhere. It's like part of the culture. It's TV. It's all this, you know, you can't get away with it. Okay, yeah. get away from it. <laughs> you can get away with it. 
eight surprising reasons to stop complimenting little girls looks this I is bet it's a, not surprising but joanna anastasia <laughs> lifestyle and design and it's like okay complimenting only looks gives the message that nothing else is important right it teaches them that they get attention when they're pretty it tells mm -hmm. uh, telling a little girl that she's beautiful puts her in a tight box of expectations instead of building their self-esteem with compliments you're actually ruining the self-esteem while telling boys you know they're strong smart capable to, and telling girls they're princesses they don't get to hear that oh princess you know like they're strong smart and capable as often when a girl starts believing that she's valued mostly because of her looks she stopped believe stops believing in her intellect i don't know if that's true or not if a girl learns that she should be pretty in order to get attention then she's just a step away from be believing she sh that she should be sexy and we're talking about kids Ooh. If a girl sees that she gets attention only because of her looks, she might start to fear losing her looks. Yeah, then it's like, you know, that's why we have the beauty industry and all of these things. People are it's really- like a crisis. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Um, complimenting girls for looks and boys for performance teaches kids that the two sexes are unequal. And that's true. I mean, you get like, you, you're a handsome young man or something like that, but it's not, I feel like the pretty privilege is, pre it's not called handsome privilege or anything like that because it's something unique with- The alliteration. <laughs> yeah it's something unique like like you were saying like people not having these benefits so it's actually like an underprivileged group getting a privilege like i'm and i can't describe articulate it you but said something in that list that hit me is is it's like a one step away from from being sexy, being sexy. Ugh, yeah that was gross and i think well, that's that, that that's... john bonet stuff yeah, but I feel like, yeah, and these pageants, I'm not feeling the pageants. Like, I'm not. Like, I don't, I don't like, and I, it even makes me uncomfortable to see these girls in dance competitions all made up like that. And I know a lot of it is yeah. for the, the lights on like stage and to, you know, pop and all, I get it, but it makes me uncomfortable, um, the sexualization of, of young girls. Yeah. And I think that's also just an issue with women in general. We talk, you, you're just saying pretty privilege, not handsome privilege. There is, a sexualization of female bodies. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, they're, you know, women are sexual beings. So yeah. it's like a fine line, but I think that that pretty privilege also can be viewed as um, who do men want to sleep with? You will get this job. Cause mm -hmm. I, one, this pissed me off a lot. Cause I, I, I got a job um, after I left the job that we had, I was what, like mm -hmm. 27 and um the person before me who left was very nice to me. She was there. We overlapped for about a week for her mm -hmm. to train me, HR manager position. And she told one of like the coworkers, somebody at the location who later told me that so-and-so said, you only got the job because you're pretty. And Ooh. I was pissed off because one, this is a work environment. Why are you saying that you're HR? Why are you, yeah, that's Why are you talking like yeah. that? And two, you, you don't know nothing about me. You know nothing about me, my qualification, my education, my ability to do stuff. And you have decided because I look a certain way. That's the only reason I got this job. And that pissed me off. Um, and I guess it was like later relayed that the boss found me attractive in that way. Um, but that wasn't the case. And he's cool. Mm -hmm. He's like, he's cool. Like we're still friends yeah. on Facebook, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but it's like, that was weird. And, and I think just the idea, even if that's not the case, the idea that it's been put in our heads for people to make that assumption is mm -hmm. gross to me. And I think that does a disservice to young girls or to women who, you know, like we talked about how you can rely on your, your appearance 
to the point where you stop worrying about your intellect, et cetera, et cetera. But I think it also is really messed up because the women involved don't have anything to do with it. I feel like this is set up by my stomach is like hungry. If you can hear that. Yeah. And so whether you thought it was a car, (laughs) my stomach is like, feed me. Um, but whether you, whether you fall on the side of being quote unquote, pretty by society standards or not, you are just being played, you know what I mean? Like, and it's discounting who you are as a person, your abilities, your whatever on both sides. And it sucks that, I mean, one side gets the privilege obviously, Mm -hmm. and the other doesn't, but it sucks that again, that maybe it's chalk this up to patriarchy or whatever that, you know, we're just being played. Yeah. I don't know. But I didn't like, by the man. like, you don't know me. <laughs> you don't know why I got this job. I mean, maybe that was why I got in the door, but I, I could do the job. So. Hey, ain't that some shit? I said, ain't that some shit? Oh, ain't that some shit? Ain't that some shit? God damn. As someone who's been on different sides of the pretty privileged spectrum, I can say that I find myself as I'm older, more comfortable in myself, being okay with not being what's considered stereotypically pretty. I'm able to provide for myself, I'm able to do for myself, and I still have witnessed people who are provided for just based on looks. People will look at you and say, hey, I gotta do this for you just based on your looks. Hey, I've reaped those benefits when I was younger as well. I'm not putting a judgment on it. And I think speaking of younger, that we really need to think about aging. As women age, we talked about this. If you haven't heard the episode, check out our Invisible Woman episode. But as people age, the concept of pretty privilege change. When does pretty privilege stop? Uh, I'm not really putting a judgment on pretty privilege. It exists, it is what it is. It doesn't just exist in humanity. It exists for different species. And it's just a part of life. So if it comes to where someone is losing something or losing resources because of it, then maybe that's something we need to look into. But we can't fault people for having pretty privilege. It's just part of society. It's the way it is. I don't know what we can do about it. It's not my fight. It's not my battle. It's kind of like goes into like hypergamy, like dating up or whatever you want to call it. Like, because people, it, it'll give you access. Like we see it like with celebrities all the time. It's like, gives access. you access to something you may not have had access to. So you don't, for, for, perhaps you don't have the intellect. Maybe you have, some people have the whole package, but maybe you don't have the intellect. You don't have the social class, but those looks are going to get you access to people who do just based on nothing and people don't question it people wouldn't question it either oh she belongs here Mm -hmm. it's interesting i don't get it it makes sense you know like you could and and the thing about it too is i feel like beauty standards change but there's probably Mm -hmm. a set a set set of uh characteristics yeah, there or whatever are, like the distance that are never, eyes and stuff the, the and, symmetry i read somewhere yeah. with like uh i think it was dark no you said natural selection i think earlier mm-hmm. um where male mates look for symmetry in a female's mm-hmm. face my face crooked so but so this is the one thing that that makes me look in the mirror mm-hmm. and i'm like ooh, i have like things are a little bit off but the oh, symmetry yeah. is supposed to tell a potential mate and this is like in the animal kingdom and everything that you're healthy mm-hmm. you know i don't know if that's true or not but but you know the lighter skin certain types of hair, like 
and that's the race, the racial component, mm-hmm. I think, is the standard of beauty that is mostly, European. you know, white or, yeah. Because yeah. you see that a lot, like, it, it, I, I, I used to notice that as well, and I don't know if it's because as people, you know, we try to like ego project onto celebrities to find relatable content and things like that. But like music videos, for instance, mm. all the time, it like the it wouldn't you really wouldn't see any kind of dark skin women or anything on there. And it was like always like long curly hair, light uh-huh. skin, and and I think like that became some kind of uh, version of pretty in the black community for a long time. I think now there's more diverse. But for a long time, like that was the standard of beauty. You had to be some yeah. light skin with cur- like Lisa Bonet, you know, you had to Ooh. be like that kind of look. But we had Janet. I mean, we had Janet. <laughs> she, but she, she got lighter and lighter as a time. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah, her she nose, got some, she got yeah, her nose yep, done. True that. Got the, the curly think, weave. <laughs> yeah, even though, even when you look at like Iman, mm. she, was she Somalian? I feel like she yeah, had a very Somalian look. Features, yeah. yeah darker skin but she still had like the the yeah anglo your like thinner nose and like her features were um i think more palatable for white people mm. if that's a way yeah. to say it i don't know um but i wonder i mean you were talking about music videos rap videos whatever even when put and maybe i'm, I'm getting this wrong even when put in the position where they can decide who they want to represent in their video or mm. or are they in a position where they get to decide they mm. still chose to go yeah. with mainstream whatever ideas of beauty or whatever that's interesting and that's a lot of the fucked up. <laughs> a lot of the directors are black you know it's just yeah, like so that's what they I mean I guess that's what the marketplace wants I don't know but like Alec Weck remember Alec Weck the, the mm-hmm. tall like tall dark short hair model a strong oh yeah yeah bones. yeah you know, she was tr- popular in the modeling industry, but she never really crossed over in the mainstream culture. Mainstream. Like, you don't, like, she's not a name. You see, you're like, like, hey, Alec, what, you know, like, so the, there are people represented, but not, like, you don't see them in the mainstream. Like, I'm trying to think right now, who are the people, people like Doja Cat, Cardi B, Nicki like, Minaj. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, uh, I'm trying to think. Summer Walker, or, people like, so I think she's darker. Maybe. Even if you go back, though, you know, the Tyra Banks, Naomi yeah, Campbell. Yeah, green eyes, yeah. They all, yeah, and and part of me feels some kind of way. It's like a conflicting, like, mm-hmm. you can't be mad at them, you know what I mean? Like, but yeah. it, but you're mad at the situation. I don't know how to explain it, but 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 it, you can see there's a particular type that is acceptable, that is palatable, or, you know, mm-hmm. just, just enough Black to be like, yeah, we're breaking barriers. Right. That sounds messed up because I know I don't like it when people are like, you're just black enough for this, you know, because, you know, it's it's not it's not the way to be talking about people. But but, mm-hmm. but you can see it when you look at it through that lens of, of pretty privilege, of colorism, even we've talked about to make sure, you know, we're going to break this barrier. We're going to have black supermodels, but they have to fit a certain type. Yeah, they had something like that. There was this book. I don't know if it's been updated. I should look it up called The Color Complex. And I remember reading Ooh. it and just being like in high school and just being like, what the heck? This is reality. And it talked about how like brown paper bag tests. So they uh-huh. had like social groups. Like if you were darker than a brown paper bag, then you weren't welcome. Yeah. And then they had like the comb, like if your comb didn't go through your head and like all these things. And it's like those. us doing it to ourselves. So and I think that's the thing. It's like that set it and forget it mentality. Yes, 
white supremacy did this, but then you're carrying on that legacy. Why so, do you think that is? Like, like, why do you think like conditioning? I, I have mean, no idea. We're coming up on Juneteenth and all, you know, these celebrations. It is Juneteenth. But well, I don't know when this is going to come out. So, but yes, happy Juneteenth. Hey. But, like, but thinking about that, I wonder why it is that we have internalized. Is it is it a way of assimilating and, and trying to survive? Is it a survival thing? Like mm-hmm. if we fall in line, follow these rules, impose these standards on ourselves, mm-hmm. we can get further ahead in society now that we've yeah. been freed and, and have opportunities or like, or is it self-hate? Because we talk about Remember, this like, a lot. We talk about self-hate. I think know, it's both. It Remember like the boule and stuff, like all like W.B. Dubois, like yeah, all, all the people who the, were the first were all like biracial, like yeah. they were the first people to open up the doors and stuff. I don't think that has to do with pretty or anything. It was just access um, yeah. to opportunity. And so this perpetuating it, I think it is like, I think it is, I don't know if it's intentional, but I think it's something to the core, like just think of us as animals. And you see something as optimal, you want that for your offspring because you want them to be able to survive and thrive. So, but what uh, if it's in a society where you don't even want that for your offspring, right? They didn't want any mixing of the races. So it didn't matter if you were light skinned or dark skinned, you're not going to be in my family, you know? So I think, I think it's, this is gross to me, but I think it's still about what makes white people comfortable, like in the work environment, in the work environment. I mean, things have changed recently, maybe, but you, you couldn't wear your hair a certain kind of way. So mm-hmm. certain styles were considered unprofessional, quote unquote, unprofessional. Oh, I stayed wearing um, my hair. F y'all. Right. But like, but <laughs> like if a dude, oh, if a dude came to work in cornrows, you know, in, in some mm-hmm. circles that would be considered unprofessional. Yeah. Whatever. And it's about even the military. They couldn't for a long time wear braids and stuff. Wow. I don't know much about the military, like as far as that goes, yeah. but I feel like the, the styles that are acceptable, you know, yeah. um, are about comfort for a certain population. It's comfort and a lack of empathy. Like, I think they don't realize there are different people. Like this is how my hair grows out of my head. Your hair grows out of your hair a certain way. Like it's all, these are my standards. This is like you said, my comfort. And so this is what everybody else has to do. I don't care. Like get in line. But it's the value. When we talked about this, the whole, the whole idea of pretty privilege, it's the value placed upon it. Mm-hmm. It may be how, how your hair grows, how her, her hair grows, whatever, but I'm placing more value on this pressed out, you know, style or mm-hmm. more quote unquote, neatly done, whatever is what they say. They say neatly. And, and those words are coded, you know? Yeah, neatly. exactly. So. Messed up. And I don't know. I like, I was talking to a friend about that. It's like, you have to take the, like, I think people have to be audacious enough to say, I'm willing to go outside of those standards and, and I'm willing to make a risk to, in order to be my authentic self. I know for me, like all those weaves and stuff, it, I don't know, they're cute and stuff, but it, I always felt like I was tricking people. Like, it just felt like, yeah. gotcha, bitch, you know, like, <laughs> I don't like that. So to each their own, but it's definitely like, I can definitely say, I don't know. It's kind of odd. I was talking to somebody about that. Like I date primarily interracially. I date primarily interracially. And I noticed that when I'm natural, nothing changes. Whereas for black guys, because that's the only people who talk to me, they don't really talk to me if 
I'm natural. Like it's, they'll more talk to me if I have weave or braids. I wonder that's, that's going back to the music video. Like why, why are we doing this to ourselves or why are we changing? That's the standard. It's been internalized. Um, yeah. Deeply. Mm -hmm. I don't mm. know how to change it. But I mean, yeah. And, and I don't know if there's anything we could do about it. I mean, yeah. the thing is, if you want to wear weave tomorrow, you can go wear weave tomorrow. Exactly. You can go do this. You can, it can change. Put my crochets in. Right. But who you are is the same person. And how do we get past this pretty privilege or this whatever idea of what beauty is to get to know who everybody is as a person? I don't, mm. And again, maybe it's the, the thing you said earlier is how we want to put, like, I think it's a couple podcasts. We have to put people in boxes. We have to yep, have to categorize. You know, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know how certain traits got, got decided to be like, oh, that's the ideal mate. That's the ideal uh, employee. That's the ideal this based off what you look like. I, I mean, if I you're mean, wearing a suit or something, you know, like if you're not dressed for like literally coming in professional, I think that is one thing, but I'm not even going to lie. Like I know when we met, I thought you were very pretty. And so when you were nice, I was like, oh, this pretty girl is so nice. I felt you know, the same this... about you, boo. Uh, I was like, she's so <laughs> nice. It was cute. But yeah, I noticed that with my friends. I'm like, a lot of them, I'm like, is that attraction? Like, why was like, cause I just thought my friends were pretty, like it's, it's something I always, disarming. I always felt um, un not uncomfortable, but like um, unsure of myself mm -hmm. whenever I met other black women. And, and that's a, that's a me thing. Like just yeah. from growing up, not around a lot of people and mm -hmm. some limited experiences were not good. So yeah. I always had like a, a cautious, um, people receive me in different ways, but mm. you were always very, you always had a big smile. I remember that. Aww. I was like, Oh, you know, I, I'm glad we connected. That's all. Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, so cheesy. So it's a love fest up in here. <laughs> it's a love supreme. But yeah, like speaking of, like I saw Cornell West talking about something. Ooh, Cornell West, sometimes he just he's crazy. Sometimes he's, sometimes he goes a little <laughs> off. From yeah. Me. I don't want to forget what he was saying. Love everybody. I'm just like, I'm sick of these. This is a tangent, I guess, but I'm just sick of Go these ahead, girl. thought leaders or whatever. I'm like, oh, write a book. Like, I'm so, I don't care. I don't care. He was on Bill Maher the other day. And yeah. I was like, that, where that's, are you going? Like, yeah. Like, what is he the point? on like, Bill Maher. Yeah. Yeah. He recently got married and, and, and I was looking at, and it's funny because I just said, I don't date, like I mostly date white guys. Uh -huh. And so it's interesting, though, because all of these black leaders, like, like racial, like who focus on race so much are with non-black people. And I'm like, that's interesting. Like, why is who that? Who did he is, marry? Um, I don't what, know, what like race? a brown. Uh, okay. Not, not still, white. Still a quote unquote POC. Yeah, I think so. Let's see. But the more he talks, though, he doesn't talk. He's not necessarily like a speaking on black issues. He, mm -hmm. he everybody's a sister or a brother. Like he's taught. Yeah, that's he's what he was talking about on Bill Maher. Yep. yep. Yes. See? Yeah. I think we watched he's the same. Like, he's transformed. <laughs> yeah, he's transformed, though, because because I remember being in college and reading Race a lot matters. about his stuff. Yes. Yeah. And um, and he was more focused on on black issues. Mm -hmm. But I think over time, it's transformed to just oh, in dang. general. Oh, dang. Oh. Oh dang! Well, wow. okay. has he ever been married to a black woman? Oh, oh he's dang. been married before. Hilda Holloman, Ramona Santiago, Elena okay, Jebri Amlock, Leslie Kotkin. He's and been now married he's how many Anahita times? Mad 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 dang! How many times has he been married? Wait, let me look at this. Uh, he likes dang. Latinas. Is it Latinas? 
<laughs> he got he that's his type. That's his type. <laughs> I mean, you like it's what you like. Life. I mean, like we say, you like what you like. Right? Was, oh, there it is. I just got on Wiki too. He's so funny. <laughs> like, Daddy, know he was married that many times. Dang, spouses. Held but home, some people, man. some people are like that. This is unrelated. Dang, he old? How old is he? I don't know, but he been, he black. first got married in seventy seven. But he went through all this education, so I'm assuming he didn't get married young. Mm-hmm. Oh no, he's sixty nine. I mean, whatever. Yeah, that's about. He's like could be our parents. Sixty nine and feeling fine, right? Just got married. See, look, hope you keep. You always <laughs> say keep hope alive. I guess I gotta wait till I'm sixty nine. It's gonna be popping. Oh, it's gonna be popping. <laughs> so this pretty privilege, though. I don't really have anything else to say about it. You? Um, it just is what it is. It I is. think my only piece is just trying to figure out how to protect my daughter from mm. the the pitfalls of it you know, in future generations, the pitfalls of it. And just to make sure that I I think on both ends, we shouldn't be judging people for the way they appear on the outside because you don't know what's going on on the inside. And for those who are being judged that way, continue to work on your insight because that's what's important. Yeah, that that C word. That's the thing. Back it up up with some some substance, you know? It always goes back to that because it's like people want an easy way to categorize and judge people. And you can't always do that. And, and that's why racism exists and all this because people are, live in fear or they live in these expectations or ideas they have about other people. And it's like, just take the time to get to know. Like I found that a more fulfilling life experience is to say, okay, this person, like sometimes I will be like categorized. I mean, that's just a natural human thing, but I'll still want to get to know you. I still talk to people on a one-on-one basis. Something just popped in my head. And for me, maybe it's not the way I, have met people and, and, and engaged with people isn't about pretty privilege, but it's more about happy privilege. Like if you put off a vibe, like mm-hmm. I want to, you know, like a, we could have a good conversation. We could have yeah. a good time. I don't Engaging. care what you look like. Yeah. So I don't Same. know if that's a privilege. Like what if you depress, you know? Well, I stay depressed and the people don't know that they always be like, oh, you're so fun and jovial. <laughs> jovial, not jovial. <laughs> jovial. Jovial mode. I'm immature. I mean, what you trying to say? <laughs> Jovial. Anyways, well, I mean, stay pretty. <laughs> stay pretty, Mo. <laughs> what a mess. Stay pretty. Anyways. Stay fine. Yeah, what's that? How are you? are you? I'm not okay, but at least I'm pretty. What's that thing that I sent you? That's yeah. sad. That's, That's so sad. sad. Yeah. But what are you going to do? What is we going to do? All right. Um, okay. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Two Girls Shooting the Shit with M and Mo. Please enjoy this mindful moment. Be grateful for all that you are, for all that you have, and for all that you experience. No one else has the same privilege as you. <laughs>